Welcome to the podcast channel of the East Bay Unity Intergroup of Overeaters Anonymous. The opinions expressed here are those of individual members and do not represent OA as a whole. For more information about our intergroup, please visit our website at eastbayoa.org. Hi, everybody. My name is Kurt. I am a compulsive eater, and I am so grateful to be here. Uh, Thank you, dear Emma and Ella, uh, for asking me to speak and everyone else doing service. And thank you, Monica and Natalie, for a great job with everything up so far. Um, So uh, just to qualify a little bit, um, first, I'd like to thank my higher power. (laughs) I feel like I'm getting an Academy Award. Um, You know, I asked my higher power to please help me find the right words and examples in steps six and seven to help others. Ultimately, I asked my higher power to take away my fears of public speaking and grant me the strength and courage as we talk about steps six and seven and always my higher powers will not mind be done. I hope whatever I say might help people listening. That's my job here. Um, So it's it's so wonderful to be in this workshop. And I, ironically, when I was head deep in the food, uh, I used to live one mile down 14th Street from the uh, Unitarian Church where this event took place. And I know a lot of us are on Zoom and live other places now. Um, And that's great, but it's kind of a a special place in my heart to to be at this marathon, which I've been to a couple of times in person. It's a beautiful church. Um, I am a compulsive eater. I'm an overeater. I'm a restrictor. And I I learned a new word in the um, body image book. I am an orthorexic. I love the literature in this program. Um, My top weight was about 300 pounds. Uh, I came into OA at the Piedmont Gardens meeting over in uh, Oakland there uh, back in 2015, and I quickly lost 150 pounds. I say lost. You hear people share that they released 150 pounds. Uh, I used to say I lost it. And then I found it again. So I don't say lost anymore, (laughs) but I didn't have a bottom line abstinence. I didn't have a sponsor. I wasn't working the steps. I wasn't really involved very seriously in the program. And by the end of 2017, so in two years, I had gained over a hundred pounds back, uh, pounds that I have since released. In 2018, I finally finished doing my research uh, as my buddy Dave used to call it. And, you know, I'd come into the meeting and, and I'd be bigger by the week. And it went on a lot quicker than it, uh, it came off. But I finally put down my alcoholic foods. And I did a lot of research to figure out what my alcoholic foods were. Um, by the end of uh, April, 2021, I was back at a healthy body weight, this time much slower 
but I go to meetings all the time and I want to focus now on step six and seven. So my fourth step was huge. Um, my last fourth step was much bigger than my first fourth step. And you would think it would be the other way around. But I, I'm much more aware of my character defects and my shortcomings and how they pop up in my life. So, you know, those resentments, uh, they, they say that it's the number one offender. And uh, the sixth and seventh step really helped me live my life on an even keel. So um, I want to say uh, I've heard that the first step is the membership requirements step, right? We all have to be compulsive eaters to belong here. Um, the second, third, and 11th steps are the spiritual steps of the program. The fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh, and 10th are the personal inventory steps. This is a lot of work. This inventory stuff, I used to just brush it off. Um, you know, at the end of the night in bed, I, I would just kind of quickly go through my day and I didn't put a lot of work into it, but I want to say that I didn't do this perfectly. And yet today I am at a healthy body weight. For the first time in my life, I've been at a healthy body weight for over a year. I'm at a, a perfectly healthy BMI, which for me was, you know, coming from 300 pounds to 168 pounds is something very profoundly wonderful. So how did I do that? Well, I, I bought the literature. I got every book that came out. I, I use this book. It's the 12 Steps and 12 Traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I bought this book. It's called the 12 Step Workshop and Study Guide. And it comes with an accompanying little binder the participant guide for the workshop. And these workshops are so important to me for my growth. Um, ultimately, my favorite is this workbook titled The 12-Step Workbook of Overeaters Anonymous. And it really digs deeper. And that's what the sixth and seventh step is about, digging deeper. So I have a uh, a couple of things I'm going to screen share, but um, before I get there, um, I wanted to make sure that before you jump into this type of work, you really should have a sponsor and you really want to work the first five steps. Um, I, I sometimes tried to skip around and that didn't work too well for me. So if I could give any helpful advice, um, it would be to work the, the first five steps very carefully. In the, the AA Big Book, it says, carefully reading the first five proposals, we ask if we have omitted anything, for we are building an arch through which we shall walk a free man at last. And I know the language is a little archaic. Um, there were a lot of Masons in AA, but if, if you don't build your program on a solid foundation, 
it will be flimsy. And then when that first storm comes, it'll all come crashing down. So I uh, identified some character defects that I had. And, you know, it started with the, the seven deadly sins, right? Sloth, gluttony, greed, envy, you name it. Um, those were simple ones, but there's a lot more out there than just those seven. But starting with those seven is a great start. When I did my four step, I added these columns and you know, you can see I, I have pages and pages and pages of step work um, where I had to talk with someone and really identify what my character defect was. And guess what the, the most popular defect in my, in my work was? It was fear. Um, fear was ultimately and always will be uh, the biggest challenge for me. We all have our life experiences and we all have our backgrounds. And for whatever reason, we've all suffered through our traumas and we've used our character defects to protect ourselves. So up until that point, my character defects were very useful um, until they weren't. And that's kind of where I'm at today. So when I did my first um, six and seventh step, my uh, sponsor here in Sacramento, uh, God bless him, he is so smart. And he likes to make me work. Um, and that's hilarious because I don't like to work. I'm uh, rather slothful by nature. So I really have to, uh, to push myself in, and, and ask myself, what do these character defects um, do for me? Um, well, some of them, like uh, Natalie mentioned, uh, could be a virtue disguised as a defect, stubbornness and persistence. Um, I think that's very, very true. In fact, my sponsor and I uncovered the truth about my character defects. And I'm going to screen share here just for a minute, um, a little information that was extremely helpful for me in um, understanding what was going on. So, my defects of character versus my character assets, the virtues. So my number one offender, and I, I, I went through my four step and I numbered them. I did little um, scores on their, their population. And the number one was fear and cowardice. And the actual virtue of, of fear is, um, or the opposite of it, for example, is uh, courage, right? Like the serenity prayer says, grant me the um, serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can. So then what is the positive asset that's out of balance? And I'm gonna share these documents with everybody. So you don't have to try and write all this down. But so for fear and cowardice, there's a virtue there for me. It's concern and caution. I, I went through some very turbulent times growing up. Uh, I was in some very um, dysfunctional family 
relationships, there was some abuse. And uh, I think a lot of people in, in recovery have these types of uh, traumas. So fear is actually a very healthy thing up to a certain point, but it no longer serves me when I'm sharing at a workshop. I don't wanna be afraid because I wanna be helpful. And I wanna show you that, you know, this life that I'm living today is actually um, much, much better than it was before. So, you know, when we say victory over them may bear witness to those that I would help. And I have been helped greatly by Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, my sponsor asked me, which one of these um, character defects are you ready to turn over? And we went one by one through all of them. If not, what purpose do I have? What benefit do I get from hanging on to it? And that's a big one. Because, you know, like um, the literature says, you know, gossip, for example. Gossip is fun. Gossip is how I made people laugh. Gossip is how I was part of the crowd. Gossip was familiar. And it was also hurtful. Um, but until I realized that and turned it over, I wasn't able to identify it or uh, realize that there's a problem. So what's my responsibility in turning them over? Um, humbly ask God for the willingness to take this action. Um, and then ultimately the last one is, what would my life look like without these character defects? Self-pity, judgment, ego, shame, lying, childlessness. I'm very childish. Um, and I thought being childlike was a quality. Um, it is unless you're leading a workshop and speaking about <laughs> recovery, um, greed, shopping, hoarding, um, prejudice, racism, procrastination, add sexism in there, um, insincerity, immoral thinking. Um, all of these popped up in my uh fourth and fifth steps. So in terms of, I'll go ahead and stop that. In terms of step six, the, the, the spiritual principle is willingness. A willingness to change is the essence of step six. Um, for me, I had to have my sponsor there. And this is very important. Um, it's not self-help. And I always wanted to do this by myself. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. Uh, it was awkward opening up and being vulnerable. But finding a sponsor I could trust is huge for me. And we laugh at, you know, uh, some of my character defects now because they're so blatantly obvious to everyone except me. Um, the uh, suggestion of writing down my character defects on a three by five card and then writing the opposite of my character defect on the other side. You have five minutes left. Five minutes, gotcha. Ten, 10 minutes left. Oh, 10 minutes, okay. Um, uh, writing the opposite, the virtue, 
that's out of balance or uh, what the good of that defect of character might be that's out of proportion. Uh, and then putting that on the back of the card was a, a helpful little thing that people could do as an exercise. These defects of character, most of them probably, I will say, are gonna be with me my entire life. Um, I, I feel as though, you know, I live with diabetes, I live with um, central sleep apnea, which is just basically I'm tired all the time. I have some physical illnesses that make me sleepy and, and tired. Um, I also live with depression, but these are not excuses for me to just do nothing. I, I sometimes have to push myself to make my bed, to brush my teeth, to, um, to get dressed in real clothes, not just pajamas, um, and leave the house, get in my car and go places. These are things that I have to talk about and, and be aware of. Ultimately, what would my life look like without it? And this is where my higher power really comes in. I have to be creative and I have to be imaginative. Uh, what would my life look like if I didn't procrastinate so much? What would my life look like if I wasn't such a, a clutter hoarder, uh, you know, piles of papers and boxes and photographs and things I need to go through over here? Uh, I have to go through those and I have to um, practice some self-discipline, which we'll talk about in step eight. But um, humility is the essence of step seven. Humbly ask him, our higher power, whomever our higher power is, whatever our higher power is, to remove our shortcomings. Identifying it is only half the battle. Being willing to let them go is the next step. And then asking a higher power's help in removing them is the key. Um, for me, uh, genuine humility brings out and stomps on feelings of inadequacy fear of public speaking, um, uh, my ego, uh, status seeking, wanting to control things, proper humility in the right proportion makes me one of you and no greater or no less than anyone else in this room. We are all equal. And you know, now that I feel as though my experience, strength and hope might help someone else, I didn't just out of the blue decide to do this and push my way in. I was asked to do it. And by getting involved in service, I learned how to be on time. I learned how to be articulate. I learned how to be organized. Uh, and it, it's a work in progress. I'm far from perfect. In fact, I, I say I have imperfect abstinence I, I no longer try and do things perfectly. But <clears throat> finally, doing service in OA uh, introduces me to you. If you do intergroup work, 
And if I'm at Intergroup, I get to know you on a personal level. If, if you do an outreach phone call and you say, you know, you talked about uh, your shortcomings. How, how did you, or how are you working on your um, ego? Or how are you working with your uh, procrastination or your hoarding? And I know my time is running out, but I just wanna say that using the tools, attending these types of workshops, going to meetings, um, doing service, and thank you everyone doing service here. Just being here is doing service. Um, I am learning the truth that I am an honest, trying to be pretty honest, yeah, uh, caring, nurturing, wise, and effective human being. Uh, if I practice living life with the spiritual principles of the program, honesty, hope, faith, courage, integrity, willingness, humility, self-discipline, brotherly love, perseverance, sisterly love, I should say. Um, four minutes left. Four minutes, okay. Time, oh, my enemy. But you know, we all have today. Um, this is this is the uh, the beauty of the program is that I get another chance tomorrow to do just as well or better. Um, working on my food plan, making decisions about what I'm going to eat. Um, this takes work, and if you're lazy, it's hard to do this kind of stuff. Going to the grocery store, doing my shopping. Uh, prepping my food, making my meals, all of this takes time and energy, but one day at a time, it's very possible to do it. So again, I'm going to upload the defects of character and the, um, the assets that are potentially out of balance. I'm going to also upload um, not only as PDF, but as a uh, a Word document or a Mac document, so you can download it and customize it for yourself. Um, I love doing it on a computer. My writing is getting worse and worse. And um, so at the end of the seventh step, what do we say? My creator, I am now willing that you should have all of me, good and bad. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character which stands in the way of my usefulness to you and my fellows. Grant me strength, and I like to add in there courage, as I go out from here to do your bidding. Amen. And that's how you do it. Step seven. Thanks everybody. Thanks for listening. And I love questions. My phone number and email are gonna be in the chat. So uh, I welcome outreach calls and anything else.